You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. No, it's got to be the best hand clapping every time. The best. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. This is Candace and Jess Judge a Book by its cover, and I'm Candace. And I am Jess. Welcome to the only podcast out on the podcast sternet where uh, we, they people that are us, judge a mm-hmm. book, an actual yep. physical book, a book mm-hmm. that you, dear listener, can eat if you so choose to experience a book like that um but we judge it just by looking at the cover we tell you everything that this book is about the first thing i'm gonna say is uh yes all of that is true the very only podcast out there in the spider web of podcasts that is us judging books but we do not support or endorse book eating but you can it's just you didn't hear it from us well, I mean, I'm... Jess, Jess, no, no. <laughs> it's really hard to digest, Jess. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. It's been a really long week. I am having a drink with you guys, and it is seriously vodka, water, and I squished a really dry lemon in it, because mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah, I am also having a drink. On top Yours of, is fancier than mine. It's just eggnog. It's rum and eggnog. And I scraped, like, I did the microplane mm. of some fresh nutmeg because that just makes it pop. Ooh, microplane. That... But I, I don't know how much. Like, is oh. it supposed to be just like a little dusting? Or are you supposed to like really so. go to town? I think it's totally personal preference at that point. But I think the idea would be a dusting. Can't nutmeg fuck you up. Ooh, or is or is that one of those or is that one of those like smoking banana peels like urban legend kind of tales? Is smoking banana peels not actually a thing? Um, I don't know. I know there's a song. I know that I definitely resorted to things like that when I was a teenager, but um, I thought I thought it worked, but I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't. I didn't do the research. I did the research that I listened to the Dead Milkman song called "Smoking Banana Peels." Right, and you've actually sent me that song before, so I did that research mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Also, another great way... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to... Elvis gonna is go living there. in your eyelashes. Mm. Mm-hmm. A whole yeah. lot of chicken going on. Yeah. So, on the subject of eyelashes, and therefore hair, that's a little segue. I got a haircut today. Oh, you looking sharp. I yes. know. You can't tell because I'm backlit in the, in the podcast basement, mm-hmm. and I really like to loom... And be like the darkened shadow mystery man who mm-hmm. tells you stuff. But I did. I got a, I got a haircut. Um, I, it was time. I just needed like a trim. That's all I was saying. So I sat down in the chair and the lady's like, okay, what are we doing? And I'm like, okay, I just want you to trim. I'm like, I have a mohawk. So I would like to keep the mohawk. And I thought that like, I'm pr- <sighs> Candace. Yes, yes. If, if you were to say to someone, I want you to cut my hair into a mohawk. What is a mohawk? Like, what what kind of style of hair is that? Well, quite simply, it is no hair except for a hair 
in a line yeah. at the top. It's or, a- but like, I feel like for you, you're not going straight down. You're not like a, uh, you're not like a bare shave. No, 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 no. Around no. it or anything. No, like that. no, no. It's like it's short on the sides, and then a strip, yes. a strip that is, goes from. Yes, and the from, strip is longer. Yeah, from the neckline to the forehead line. Is that what yes. it's called? I don't know. Hairline. We, I that is also where know, your forehead and your hair. I definitely know what to expect. Yeah, and I also know what to expect when you say I'd like to keep the style that I currently have. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense to me, yeah. Jess. But what what happened? I'm guessing so that she, didn't happen. So she she took all the back off. Ah! And I didn't realize like, Mambo I'm, number five. <laughs> I am. I'm pretty tired, and so like it was one of those things that I realized what she was doing because I felt like the razor, the the oh freaking buzzer, freaking the trimmer go up like the center, and I was just like, oh fucking oh, god damn it! And I was god. like, I was just yeah, and I'm like, well fuck, it'll grow back, but I'm not gonna come back here again. No, it will she didn't back. listen. She was just like, get you done. Get you no, done, boy. Psycho. I'm going to, I want to, I want to watch sports, which Whatever is, the hell I don't she know. Do. She kept, she like kept on, like she turned up the game while she was like oh, the sports I'm game. So that was also, mad. it was hockey was the sports game. I honestly like hairdressers, just all of you. Where is the good one? Where is the, where are you hiding the good one? That's what I want to know because I can never go to a hairdresser. And maybe it's a personal problem, but I have the same problem as Jess where I'm like, you know, you think you're being clear, maybe Mm. even like obsessively clear, but you leave and Jess, I don't know if your hair costs you as much as mine does. No, it was like 33 bucks. So I mean, like I I was kind of like 333 (laughs) for me. It was like, uh, I got what I I mean, like, sure. Okay. Paid 33 bucks, whatever. I'm cleaned up. I'm feeling slightly better. Um, I mean, I got her to trim up the beard too. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's what I sort of wanted. Because I'm I glad knew that you can handle it. I knew that if I like went out and just got myself like a beard trimmer, is I would probably have shaved off my beard because I'm just yes. I'm just like I'm yeah yeah so much and like <laughs> I don't mean any hate to hairdressers, but I really have. I've tried. I've asked my friends. They're so sick of hearing about this. But honestly, the only way I'm ever happy is going into the bathroom, probably half cut, and do a half cut. And I always like the. I don't know. Maybe I'm just doomed to do my own hair in a bathroom for the rest of my life. But I think there has to be a rock and roll hairdresser out there that understands what I'm talking about. Now, would you consider a half cut just trimming on one side? Like if you have a dominant <laughs> scissor hand. Yeah. No, yeah well, I'm yeah. down for whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I've definitely done the like the undercuts, which is kind of like a half cut, I guess. Mm-hmm. But at this point in my life, I just want help taming the beast that is my hair, but not removing it's edge. Mm. I don't know. Anyways, that's not what you guys came here to hear about today. But I definitely want to hear about haircut misfortunes anytime I, I, I like those things. I just didn't really have It's been a long day. Hey, mm-hmm. take two. I just <laughs> wanted to say that, hey, um, oh, shit. Okay, take three. Hey, I... Jess, just wanted to say to you, Candace, and also the listener, that I don't, I don't know, I don't really have anything else to say. And that was a thing that happened to me today. And it's been a really long time since I've gone and paid for an actual haircut. Mm-hmm. So that was an experience. And then I came home and I drank a lot of rum. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, so- you seem to be in good spirits about it and your mohawk will grow back. Um, Most but definitely. that is horrifying. That's horrifying mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Um, 
And with that, shall I go into my kick-ass judgment that we I have should, planned for us I, today? I have a feeling that what we should do next, Candace, is we should talk about the kick-ass judgment hmm. that you have brought to us today. So what? yes, all the things that you just said, but I Wonderful. Just, I repeated them slower. <laughs> that is so good. I'm glad that you did that. It, it's you know slowing it down for the listeners out there that would just like it to com- would like us to calm down a little bit. That's can good. You, can you calm down a bit? I think I, I can work on it. I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I just like it if you can calm down a little bit there. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah, I'll try, try. I'll see what I can see what I can do. <laughs> all right, so. This book that I have here in my hands, Jess, is a New York Times bestseller. Ooh, the Times. I hear they're um, t- uh, <laughs> changing. I hear they're changing. Take two. Anyway, so <laughs> we're going to use that a couple times and we're going to leave everything in. Mm-hmm. We don't have any time to edit. No. Just kidding. We, we just, edit. Yeah, we just pump it right through. That's. Yeah. Hey. Hey, it's <laughs> you got uh, a book. This, it's, it's you got this book. It's a number one time, New York Times bestseller. It's written by John Grisham. John Grisham. John Grisham, that's and a, it is a. That's yes, a, I like that name. That's I do a too. good name. That feels I like. Do. do you feel like I? It feels like that's a handshake name, right? No, it is almost more than that. It oh. is like a teeth grinding handshake. Oh. Um, so that's you know like, like the kind of person that like their bow tie will pop off when they're shaking your hand because they're just they can't contain themselves. Oh, that's like I mean that sounds like there's some tension. I was just thinking yeah. like like the just like it's a name that comes along where it's just like when you hear the name and you hear the both first and last name, it comes with the handshake. It's a warm handshake. Perhaps if it's you know maybe it's like a a, a greeting or a, a meeting under more favorable terms. That handshake is also extended with a hand on the shoulder or perhaps even one of those like handshakes, but there's the hand on the back of the elbow kind of thing. That's what I, I like to yeah. grab the, the forearm kind mm-hmm. of deal. Yeah. Hey, John Grisham. Hello. My name is the name that I just said a moment ago. I'm not <laughs> going to let go of your hand. John Grisham is my well, name. Well, I realized too that that name really did like... It hit my funny bone, and I do feel like in Lady Dynamite, they or it might just be in Maria Bamford's comedy. She talks about a Grisham. I'm, I'm pretty darn sure. I didn't do any background on that, but I was sort of like, I don't know. Is that the only reason I think this is funny? And then, yes. So, this happened with A Wrinkle in Time. I did that book a couple of podcasts ago, mm-hmm. where I was getting involved with The Wrinkle in Time, thinking about it, and then realized that it had come out on Netflix. And I'm not sure if it had been on Netflix for a while. I oh. do have Canadian Netflix. So it seemed like this weird thing that it like popped up just it's... as that happened. Um. So, wait, has John Grisham come out? Is there a John Grisham show on, on Netflix now? Or it's just John Grisham? Funny you should ask, because uh-huh. I showed you that I wanted to do this book. And then the next morning, I... You know, I really love true crime. There's a new true crime um, documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I just click on it. But who is talking in the very beginning? John Grisham. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say Johnny Crime. But... <laughs> Johnny Crime. Mm-hmm. John Grisham's weird cousin. Yeah. No, it was John Grisham. So he had written a book called The Innocent Man. Um, this Netflix special is kind of like all about... I think it's all about his book. I actually didn't watch very much of it because I didn't want to get too involved in that before I did my judgment. Mm-hmm. But 
I was blown away. I had no idea he was involved in it. And then to see that was like, okay, Candace, you must judge this book on, you know, the next chance you get. And that's right now. I uh, I'm going to just quickly derail just before we get into that. But I can't mm-hmm. stop thinking about when John Grisham was like young, like when he was a boy. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I keep on thinking of ha- him calling himself like, would he call himself like, oh, hi, I'm still John Grisham. But he uses his full name. Or, but he was like, hi, I'm Johnny Grisham. Johnny B. Grisham. And he's n- always been in a suit. Yeah. No, he, the, baby came, Grisham was a serious, was a serious mm-hmm, kid. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. He came out shaking the doctor's hand. I think so. Mm-hmm. He was business from the very beginning. Why, that there is little Johnny Grisham. Handshaking extraordinaire. Shaking all the hands across this great nation. Of procrastination. John Grisham. And <laughs> D- John Grisham. And derailment. But we're back into the station. And uh, you're very right, Jess. That name, like, who, imagine having a Carol for a baby or like a John. I know everyone would, kind of would thinks that about be a, that. But. Candace, would that be a Carol Grisham? Yeah. That imagine was Carol John's Grisham. sister, Carol Grisham. Mm-hmm. Baby Carol. I'm she just, is the handshaker, too. I am going to keep doing the voice now. Well, that's great, because that brings depth to my judgment, because I don't have a Grisham voice. Most of it will just be me introducing myself. John, well, that's John Grisham. As that way, no one will forget. John Grisham. John Grisham uh, playing himself as John Grisham. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the cover of this book, we got some reds, we got some yellows. It's giving me a real, I don't know, it's making me a bit uncomfortable. Thinking of hot dogs? Yeah, actually, okay. that's exactly the feeling I'm getting from this. Or like pizza, like the colors of yeah. pizza, but not in pizza organization. Uh, to bring Jeffrey Star up again, I know you know who that is, Jess. I do. Um, he did a photo today where he did pizza makeup, and this is kind of the idea that the color scheme that was there. is. So is Jeffrey Star Patrick Star's brother? No. Okay. But... I'm sure there's, you know, we could talk to Lucy about getting the stars back in the sky because they're in Beverly Hills and oh. they'd, they'd like to go. Or, I don't know, Calabasas. I mean, that all, I mean, that was something that happened in the 20s. Right. That's over that's and all, done that's with. That's over and done with. Um, but on the cover of this book, strangely enough, there is a judge. So is it a mallet? What is the judging? Like, we should really know this since we do judge for that's, a living. It's a gavel. Okay. So it's, there's a judge's gavel on the front. Um it's a taut and terrific page turner. Ooh, I like that first word. I don't. But really? I'm, yeah. The book is called The Rainmaker. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Um, and I'm also sorry that I keep looking at the book and then talking into the mic and screwing up where my voice is coming from. But uh, it's called The Rainmaker, which here in the city today, that definitely happened. I haven't seen a downpour like I saw today in a really long time. And yep. I live in a really rainy city. Yeah. Um, Wet coast best Bet, bet coast that doesn't west, work west, west coast, coast it's rainy here it's rainy mm-hmm. yeah all the time mm-hmm. don't let that dampen your spirits you or can't. you know whose spirits it never dampened why that was john grisham <laughs> i actually was interested for a minute and now i remember that that's gonna be the joke um but basically it got me thinking about judging Got mm-hmm. me thinking. And, you know, like an innocent man, I'm kind of thinking from the title and I'm kind of thinking from like how making a murderer was such a 
incredibly popular show that it's probably a little bit about wrongful conviction, maybe, or like something to those, you know, so I'm thinking this book might be a little bit about passing judgment and kind of about the downsides of passing judgment. Like, I feel like us on the podcast, we're about the good parts of it, where it's about fun and it's really lighthearted and there's yeah. no, there's no, no, um, hurt meant to be felt but in cases of being a a judge judge that makes a lot of money like in the, with like because they have you get to call them your honor and they wear the the the, the weird robes yeah it's kind yeah. of like a really big deal like um it's big deal right mm-hmm. so i think it's a that's, pretty big deal yeah. so i could see that being kind of what this book is about is a little bit about the you know and then i thought about the whole word or the the saying judge a book by its cover like we do here on the podcast and a similar quote or phrase that came up in my search was all that glitters is not gold Mm -hmm. i guess that's kind of the true same isn't it all that glitters is not gold don't just saying that by its cover like in connection with right yeah but they're kind of like opposites right like just because something is shiny and beautiful doesn't mean that it's worth something and just because something isn't beautiful doesn't mean that it's not worth something they're kind of like they're kind of like brother and sister like they 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 have a they run along the same streets yeah which i just thought was kind of interesting yeah yeah yeah, okay so i feel like there's a parallel in there yeah so (laughs) i was interested in that and uh it takes seven years to become a judge. It's that's really apparently. Do you know what that's? A, do you know why I find that? I find that pretty interesting because apparently, like seven years, you're a different person. That's not the same person that was like sitting wow. there being like, because <laughs> that's how long it takes all your cells to like renew. Yeah. So when you really start funny, out Jen. being a judge, or you're being like, yeah. you know what? Hey, I'm going to go to judge school and become a judge. Um. And, uh, and yeah, and so then you start it, and then by the time you finish it, you're an entirely different person who can then also be a judge. Yes. Yeah. So, you like, you you have the knowledge, but you're not the same person that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. You're, you're physically not the same person. And, like, some of the things I thought this book could maybe be about, um, so I, I decided it, definitely the judge's name is Judge Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, judge Jud- Corey Allen? Sure. Or is it? Or is Alan the first name? No, Alan would be the last name. Oh, okay. So you can totally pick a first name if you oh, like. Oh man, I think Corey. Judge Corey Allen. Judge Corey Allen, because you know, because I feel like he'd be kind of like a cool judge. I should have given him the last name Xander, and he could have been Corey Xander. Corey Xander. I don't know. I'm down with Corey Allen. Okay. Yeah. So Not... Judge Corey Allen is <laughs> mm-hmm. a level-headed judge, and he's got frosted tips. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but not purposeful. It was just a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He went to the, um, he had a haircutting mix, mishap. He, he actually, um, what happened was, is he went to a, his favorite barbershop and he was just saying like, okay. That's um, Barbarino's down on the corner yeah, of 5th and 18th. Yep. Right there. That's the two streets that coincide to make that. Barbarino's. Barbarino's. And he went to his favorite barber and his barber started doing his thing. Um, and he's like, okay, I just want you to just trim it up. I've got, this is my first day as a judge in court. So this is very exciting. Can you just, you know, do what you do so well? And, uh, and his barber replied, why, yes, I can. Or if my name isn't John Grisham. And then he (laughs) frosted his tips and sent him on his way with a 
he gave him his own gavel too because it was John Grisham because he's got several of those. Yeah, he, he writes used, a book. Yeah. He uses those to write in his typewriter. Ooh, that's <laughs> loud. His neighbors are like, can you stop the gavel typing? Um, okay, I'm going to give this another try. Judge Allen is a level-headed judge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he was inspired by a gaggle of geese in his childhood to determine his guilt? To Oh, Oh, yeah, because determining guilt is what judges do, right? Yeah. So I guess in my haze of last night, I decided that it was in, that he was inspired by a gaggle of geese that in his wi- childhood. That which one was the guilty goose? I don't know. All oh, it says okay. is determine guilt. So I guess they inspired him to determine guilt, um, which is great. <laughs> Corey Allen, the youngest goose judge ever, here in Goose Court, upholding goose law. With mm-hmm. an iron fist. Yep, you got mm-hmm. to. <laughs> an iron fist and a webbed foot. Um, I also thought maybe, like, I'm sure he was really into geese. We all were. <laughs> I, I mean, one of them bit me, so yes. I think we've talked about that on the podcast before, yeah. because I feel like I've said before that I go down the YouTube hole of geese, ch- geese chasing children mm-hmm. often. Um, and and it's great. I don't know if I told the story. I thought it really, really hard about the time I almost fought a flock of geese. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's going to have to be a side story because yeah. it needs to come onto the podcast. And or, I kind of am afraid we've talked about it before. Yeah, but... I know I've told you the story. But yes. anyway. But was it recorded? We don't I know. I don't know. It's... So uh, Judge Allen is also a haunted judge. And he carries a ghost jury with him upon every case that he goes to like the same ghost jury yes yes so accompanying him um they do change like every seven years they are totally new ghosts oh that's so yeah because because that's that's how long it takes for the cells that's how long that ghost ghost cellular regeneration uh works with ghost cells i also just love the idea of i was this is another netflix thing but i was just reading through synopsis of of movies and shows and one of the main characters in a show was called level-headed oh and i was like well no cory allen's definitely level-headed cory that is such a interesting descriptive Mm -hmm. word for someone in a television show that's true but you know what is the thing with cory allen is that he's also like he's level-headed like he's solid yes he is consistent he's a good judge but he's also that kind of judge that's gonna let like the jury not the ghost jury but his regular jury you know, stay up a little bit later. He's going to let them order pizza. You know. You think so? I think so. See, I feel like frost- he's, he's got those frosted tips. Right. But I think, what is the point of having a level-headed main character? I would say it's so that everyone else around them can be completely wild and crazy. And then the the humor kind of lies on the fact that you're experiencing this with your main character, right? Hmm. So I kind of feel like he might be... A little more level-headed. He might allow pizza every once in a while, but I think it's the ghost jury that's really... Really, really trying to having get... Having a laugh. They're trying yeah. to get some ghost pizza out of him. Well, wouldn't you? I would. And I would probably encourage him to be like, no, you should order more pizza. So hey, that, Judge that... Allen, <laughs> can we get a double cheese over here? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing, is that to get a ghost pizza, you have to order a real pizza. And then mm, that and pizza, yeah, you have to kill it or it has to okay. die or be consumed. And then it turns into a ghost pizza. Hey, Judge Allen, can you eat a double cheese <laughs> pizza? 
I don't know. Is right the double now. cheese pizza a thing even? I don't know. Guys, yes. it's been such a long week, but we still want to hang out with you. And it might just, you know, it's making really good content, I'm sure. Um, it's. I mean, it's making content. Yes. Very good. <laughs> very important and, content. And, I mean, here's the thing with pizzas, Candace, is yes. you can put so much cheese on them. You can. You, you can, can put. You can, you can basically. And... You can have, like, triple cheese. Oh, yeah. You, you can... could have only cheese. You could have cheese crust, mm-hmm. like just crispy cooked cheese with G- cheese on top. What about, like, you ever had one of those, like, I think it's like a uh, deep dish pizza? Like, a, I think it's Chicago style. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, where it's like a cake. Yeah, it's disgusting, yeah, it's actually. Like, I it's, really don't like it. It is like so much cheese. So, well, and it is a very thick, doughy dough. Like, it's very... Mm. There's not much. It is like a cake. That's mm-hmm. a great way to explain it. Mm-hmm. Also, in my notes here, I I realized that I used to really like to write letters. This is this one says November twenty eighth, nineteen oh five. That's oh. not real. No, and the let's, first, the first, <laughs> you can't not just, real in my life. You can't just say that. You can't start it like that and be like, "That's not real." And be like, "No, I'm pretty sure that's real. I'm pretty I sure." I won't read the whole note, but it, the opening line is, "I'm fed up with Melissa." Do you think anyone wrote, "I'm fed up with Melissa" in 1905? Well, I bet no. one person did. I don't even know if Melissas were around in 1905. Uh, isn't that like it's like a it's like a biblical name, isn't it? Well, if it is, then yeah. that makes sense, yeah. and I understand. Yeah. Just... Do you guys ever do that, where you just write letters to other people that don't exist, pretending you're someone who doesn't exist? I do that. I don't, but I do write scripts. Yes, you do. To, about to just myself and some... I rant. Mm-hmm. The other day... I rant. I other... flip pages. <laughs> the other day, I got kind of... Um, I don't I don't know why I don't remember what I was drinking, but I drank a bunch of... I think it was bourbon... And yeah. then I got home and I watched some Gordon Ramsay um, videos, <laughs> and it was one where he was like, "It was Gordon Ramsay cooking the perfect burger," where it's like, Ow. "Okay," I'm like, "Okay, sure. Well, let's see what you got. Let's see what you got, chops." But the thing is, before that, I watched a um, Anthony Bourdain video of him just ranting about how great In and Out Burger was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, no, this is what you do. And this is why it's good. And here are the reasons for this being the best thing ever. This is a great thing. And don't you forget it. And I was like, I, yep. you're speaking to me in a very, very yep. good way. You're like, I feel it. I hear you. Uncle Uncle Tony, thank you. And then I yes. watched the Gordon Ramsay video and proceeded to just get angry at it. I just got angrier <sighs> yeah. and angrier for 10 minutes to the point that I wrote this like third of a page rant about burgers. Mm-hmm. and then woke up in the morning and I just like, yeah, I got up in the morning and I was like, oh, okay, well, what happened last night? And I walked into my living room and I found this, my notebook open and this like, it just, yeah, I have terrible writing on a good day. It was just yeah, even it's like worse. A, it's like a, t- a kindergartner really trying to, yeah. really trying though. It was very, it was impassioned that I was, yeah. I was getting mad about burgers and that kind of stuff. But And honestly, like, I don't know, like, I am definitely bigger fan of anthony's and, and know his work more than gordon ramsay's but i i feel like those are two sides of the world one of them is like they both know their stuff yeah one yeah. of them's having fun one yeah. of them doesn't seem to be having fun i'm sure gordon ramsay has fun but that is just like I, I i just want everyone to enjoy what they like see i also feel that he is having fun the thing that bothered yeah, me the is. thing that bothered me was the fact that he was cooking this on his patio overlooking, I'm assuming, California, 
where it's yeah. like these rolling hills and all that kind of stuff and there's all these giant houses and he was all like oh yeah blah 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 and then next like people always come over when i'm cooking burgers it's like stevie wonders next door and kim and kanye are just over there i'm all like yeah okay you 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 lost me earlier on and now you lost me further because of that yeah. it's like a, he didn't mention Kathy Griffin, though, because she lives there, too. Honestly, a burger should be, What's like, wrong? an ordeal, and you should feel a little bit shitty after eating a good burger. Like, it should be greasy. It should be that. It shouldn't be, like, it should just be ground beef. None of this, yeah. like, oh, this one's ground chuck, and also it's got ground neck in it. And you know what? <laughs> because I didn't need it anymore, I, John Grisham, have ground up one of my feet <laughs> and put it in this burger for you. I call it the John Grisham Burger Experience. <laughs> but not the Express, because he can't move anymore. Not fast. Oh, man. Not fast. He's a hopper. John Grisham hopping <laughs> around the block. Hopping around, John But Grisham. honestly, that's what I think this book is about. Mostly, I just really liked the name John Grisham, as you do too, Jess. I do um, like that name. When I saw the gavel... I felt like it really spoke to us. And I think like, you know, we've been doing this for a little while now. Um, we've got a few episodes out there. And I just think that obviously if you're hanging out with us, you know that we are just having fun. But um, to call a podcast, judge a book by its cover and then judge things maybe isn't exactly like what we normally would. We're not like out there judging everything. We do because we're humans. But at the same time, it's just it's all in good fun. Mm hmm. That's what we're doing. Having, That's what we're doing. Having fun. Having a great time. Um, also, Jess, yes. I wanted to bring up. So in our last episode, we talked about some. Well, you had brought up the 20s. The we roaring the 20s. The roaring 20s. The did, you, did you know that uh, the reason why they called them the roaring 20s? No. Um, well, that's because um, it was so difficult to get um, uh, law enforcement um, like police officers and that kind of stuff in the twenties with prohibition and, and all that kind of stuff that was going on then. Um, which recently has, uh, did you know that it's actually been 85 years since prohibition stopped? No. Wow. Yeah. yeah there we go. I'm the best of the room. It was just, it was just like a couple weeks ago, something like that, where they hit like that 85 years since prohibition stopped. Uh, but d sorry, that was a little derailment there, but, um, yeah, no, was, that was, was so interesting. Very... That might be the only true stuff you hear very today. very difficult to get um law enforcement officers in that time so for a lot of the 20s they just had trained lions no they didn't they totally did well okay i believe it um because that's how they did that what is it the lion on the M mgm grand yeah. yeah yeah so it was him like he had been policing mm -hmm. for years yeah and that was and... sort of his reward yeah, he, he just was like, let me do this. He got to be in the pictures. Give me this one, boys. Come on. I've done my lion's share. Mm -hmm. And now it's time <laughs> for me to greet everybody to the motion picture. To the moving, the, the pictures. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Is Elon Musk the Howard Hughes of our times? Does he do the whole, like, feet and saving, like, feet in no, Kleenex boxes I, and no, saves I don't, a significant, like, part of his own urine? And I don't think that Elon Musk, okay, without the mental illness. Oh. Because there's, like, obviously a little bit, right? There's, uh, obviously everyone has a little bit. I don't know that I much think with, about Elon Musk to judge him. Okay. I, I think he's a... 
very, very interesting man. I need to know more. I was just listening to a 60 Minutes interview with him, and I felt like he was treated really strangely by the um, by the anchor. And I don't know. I definitely felt like he was a Howard Hughes character, but Howard Hughes did suffer um, terribly from many phobias, I think, and stuff like that. So yeah, he, um, it was a germaphobe and I think sick with OCD as well. So, yes. Interesting. I'll answer my own question in time. Um, but going back to the 20s and why I brought this up in the first place. Yes. Is that I thought this would be great to tell you is that bees knees. The bees knees is a tw- is 20 slang. Mm hmm. And you do use that. I do. So you can feel good about that. Another one I saw was Daddy-O, which I liked. Daddy-O and is also good. I make sure to use that um, one. There was one I did some I did also a little touch research on that one. There was one that I popped up and I really liked it. And it's saying like instead of saying like everything's okay, you say everything's Jake. Oh man, everything. <laughs> I was like, how's things going? Oh, everything's Jake. Like, I like that. I really do. Because then yeah, using it now, I'll be like, well, who's Jake? I'd be like, no, no, everything's Jake. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, like now people say everything's coming up Millhouse. Mm-hmm. But that's because of Millhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, maybe Jake was a popular blue-haired character in a comedy in the 20s maybe but i don't i don't i don't i don't have the history on that one no yeah you know i want to spend more time researching i really do you guys like but re- right now yes i'm cleaning houses and then i get home and clean my house so i'm working on it mm-hmm. better better judgments with more deep diving to I, I really like the topics that i do end up researching when i do research yeah, because it's all over the fucking place yeah and that's like you know the reason like one of the big reasons i want to make this podcast is because i want to go down the rabbit hole and i want to learn things that are very exciting to share so i'm working on it mm-hmm. but, but until then i'm just gonna say john grisham over and over again <laughs> because i've got nothing else okay candace Yes, I, yes. I do have a question for you. Mm. Now, when when was this book, The Rainmaker by John Grisham, written? 1992. 1992. That's a specific time. A yeah. beautiful time. Mm-hmm. Because it was in the middle of the... It was the beginning of the 90s. The 90s were just budding. I heard that that was the best time for the New York train system was the 90s. Was it? Apparently. Oh. Was it- um. Yes. I was going to say, I don't, I mean, I don't really know anything. I've never been to New York, let alone been in the trains on New York. Monorail. In New Monorail. York? Monorail. Under no, New I York either. either. So. No. Uh, I have never been above or under New York. Yeah. Um, but apparently. So anyways, yes, 1992. Mm-hmm, 92. John Grisham wrote The Rainmaker. John Grisham. And, uh, yep. Corey Allen. Mm-hmm. Real, real famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, second question. Mm-hmm. Who would you recommend this book to? And before you answer, I think you and I both know that we know the answer to this question. <laughs> Candace. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to just you me- Do you want me to say yeah. it? Okay. Please answer. So the thing is, is that I have a feeling that this book was written by John Grisham for <laughs> John Grisham. He wrote this book for himself and published it and got it out there into the world, but it was only written for him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually really amazing that I even have a copy mm-hmm. because it does have his name. I know I'm not supposed to look inside, but 
inside in pen and says, you know, property of John Grisham. So <laughs> to dear John. Yeah. Happy that we're the same person. Love yeah. John Grisham. Yeah. Um, P.S. So, don't you just love saying your name? John Grisham, mm-hmm. comma, John Grisham. <laughs> don't you wish him you were saying John Grisham? <laughs> yeah. Aren't but, you glad I didn't say John Grisham? So, I mean, sorry, did I get it right by that? Who yeah. it was for? <laughs> you know, there was a couple things. I, that was the, that was one I'm like, I think that's probably what he thinks I'm going to say. Uh, judges were the second one I was thinking maybe. And then I thought maybe you would want to suggest it to anyone considering to be a ghost juror. Um, ghost juror. But, um, yeah, John Grisham was definitely up there in what I thought, perhaps. I mean, do you get into the, like, the ghost jury system the same way that you do, like, in this day and age? Getting into the yes. regular jury system? Yeah, you do. And um, you, have to, you have to just be there. And you, just gotta, you got a ghost vote. You got a ghost vote. You got to leave your ghost babies with a ghost sitter. And um, you got to tell your ghost job that you're going to be Go- on ghost vacation. <laughs> you just got to ghost them. You got a ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Cool. Yeah, you, that maker. is cool. Yeah. I, yeah, the Rainmaker, definitely about a level-headed judge. Corey Allen. Corey Allen, which mm-hmm. neither of us are level-headed judges. I well, Maybe we're a little level-headed, but I don't think anyone would describe us that way unless uh, we told them to. Yeah, I also don't think... I mean, I guess in certain circumstances that I am a level-headed person, but I think... You most, are. Most yeah, of that's the, true. Most of the time, I'm just... I'm a You're little, always having fun, though. I'm a little bit know. of a weirdo. Who? Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I would say so. Definitely. Um, you know what? Is it all right, Candace, if we just take a quick uh, break? Yeah, let's take okay. a little break. We're going to take a quick break, and we're just going to have a few words from our sponsor today, and that is none other than John Grisham, who's coming to talk to you, everybody. No, you know what? He's not going to talk to you about anything. He is just loving to say his name, John Grisham. He wants to shake your hand. Go ahead. Put it up to your earphone. And shake your earphone with John Grisham. Okay, there's there's nothing else to say. That was good thing that you don't shake with your feet, John, because I've heard that you've removed one of them. Mm-hmm. He's a, they call him Hopalong, actually. Yeah, you can't yeah. do the hokey pokey, John, John. Hopalong Grisham. No. <laughs> uh you know what? Hey, we've been having a lot of fun here, but um, uh, on the show, uh, thanks for listening to us talk and, and hey thanks in advance for all of those uh five star reviews you're mm-hmm. gonna, you're mm-hmm. gonna throw our way yeah go <laughs> ahead you can, you can go ahead and again as, as always you can find the show on uh, stitcher on itunes on google play music and on spotify yes spotify 100 percent. that's where you can get it and you know share it with your friends and listen to it constantly um, in your cars and other forms of, sh- like your shoes. Listen to it in your shoes. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure if maybe you listen to our podcast and you're like, I don't know if it's for me. If you listen to it like 500 times, then eventually it will be you. Then you'll you'll know. Then you'll know that like must listen to Candace and Jess. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to follow along, if you want to see the covers of these books, you can come down and visit us at Candace and Jess on Twitter and Candace and Jess on our Instagram page. We're also there to, you know, hear from you guys. If you want to send us a message or anything like that, we'll definitely see it and write back. Mm-hmm. We definitely Send us pictures will. of your local street libraries. I made a post today of one that I found some gold in. So some actual gold. Candace is now a little bit richer. A little bit richer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, please send me the ones in your neighborhood. And if you're comfortable mm-hmm. enough letting people know where they're at, send the address as well. Yeah. And you can also uh, just, if you want to just send us an email, you can do that. And that's uh, Candace and Jess at gmail.com. And it again, sure is, Jess. every time that we have mentioned Candace in the podcast, it is Candace. C-A-N-D-A-C-E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a little confusing, I know, because when I abbreviate my name to Candy, which I've only done in my adult life, I put two I's, but there's no I's in my name. Confusing. That's true. When but I, there's not a Y either. When so I abbreviate I my name, I take out one of the S's. Right. And it's just, just. Yeah, just. Well, actually, wait, it's more like just, 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 just. It, that's really tough. Um, anyways, uh beautiful dripping content mm-hmm. it's that's what people come here to hear is mm-hmm. just the dripping content that we produce and on that note uh you've been listening to candace and jess judge a book by its cover i'm john grisham i'm a bee and i'm we're right uh, i'm gonna cue Play the out- outro music and i'm gonna cue the outro music like you <laughs> <laughs> All that's going in. 